Now you can make your home look great and save money. Right now, when you call Renewal by Anderson, you can buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, you get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Upgrade your home. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty are even included. And the Renewal by Anderson certified retailers take every safety precaution to protect you and your family. Hey, for 25 years, people have trusted Renewal by Anderson for their window replacement needs, and you can too. So call right now. Don't wait. Learn how to get your free window when you buy four. 800-413-6992. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It is Thursday on the program. You know what that means. Got a lot to get into today. Last night, AEW back on the road. Road Rager. Had a lot of things happen on that show, including the debut of the former Aleister Black, who somehow had a contract that allowed him an out clause 30 days into his 90-day no-compete. And so he took it, and he debuted for AEW. Malachi Black is his new name and we'll tell you all about that and everything else that happened on the show there was a lot of angles a lot of a lot of fun matches including the main event where the young bucks retained their aew tag team titles beating eddie kingston and penta in a violent street fight that involved thumbtacks being put in eddie kingston's mouth and then he was super kicked and pinned so a lot of stuff to get into. And then, of course, next week is Fighter Fest Night 1 with uh, five matches announced thus far and a Hangman Page promo. Obviously, the top two matches, top three matches, really. Darby Allin, Ethan Page in a coffin match. Brian Cage and Ricky Starks for the FTW title. And Christian Cage versus Matt Hardy. So we could talk about AEW. We could get more of your thoughts on the NXT show from... Wednesday night, we have ratings for Raw and NXT. Raw number, holy smokes. We'll talk about that. And uh, and the Great American Bash number with very strong competition. 654,000, which actually was up from the week before. So I know some people were disappointed in that number, but that's not necessarily something to be disappointed by given the amount of competition that they had. So lots to get into today. We'll take your text messages and more. Wrestling Observer Live.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Hey, if you want to go to the Q&A September 5th in Chicago with myself and Dave, tickets are on sale now. The address, F4WChicago.BrownPaperTickets.com. That is F4WChicago.BrownPaperTickets.com. Get tickets now. Live Q&A. Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez during All Out Weekend in Chicago. There are a bunch of options, including option one VIP plus, 
or it looks like you get a ticket to the show as well. And you get a meet and greet with Dave at the Hyatt Place. I see I'm not mentioned. I think I'm going to be there. I don't even know. Q&A with me and Dave. I know I'll be there because my name is mentioned. And uh, there's All Out and a bunch of other options as well. So if you're interested in either getting a ticket for the Q&A or one of these combo packages, then if you go to my Twitter at Brian Alvarez, the link is up there. But once again, at 4wchicago.brownpapertickets.com. Let's sell this out in a day, everybody. Head up there and grab your tickets now. So the ratings, very quickly here. Actually, first I want to talk about Chris Youngblood. Chris Romero passed away at the age of 55. His brother Ricky Youngblood confirmed the news on Facebook. Son of Ricky Romero, a well-known wrestler in Amarillo, Texas. Ended up having three sons in pro wrestling. Ricky, Chris, and Jay Youngblood. Jay, of course, would go on a team with Ricky Steamboat. Successful feud with the team of Sergeant Slaughter and Don Kernodal. He passed away of a heart attack at the age of 30 in 1985, Chris entered pro wrestling team with his brother Mark. They competed for all Japan, toured all over Puerto Rico. Later joined WCW for a brief period, the Renegade Warriors. And Chris later wrestled as a singles in Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling. He was running a, or he had run the Romero Academy of Wrestling School in Texas. Sad to report, 55 years old, no other details, too young, obviously. And uh, any thoughts? On Mike Sempervivi, Chris Youngblood. He was, uh, you know, I, I just very, very sad. Uh, Jay Youngblood was a big influence on me. I was a big fan of Steamboat and Youngblood as a little kid. Following him in magazines, they just looked so cool. And, you know, I didn't get a chance to see their father wrestle, you know, except on tape a very, very little bit, but... Of the other brothers that got involved in wrestling, you know, with the exception of Jay, uh, Chris was probably the best worker. In fact, he was the best worker. And it's just a shame as the territories dried up and, and things just became a lot more contracted in the United States that they got squeezed out. But they were big stars in Puerto Rico. If you go back and watch the All Japan tapes uh, of the early 90s, there and there, and again, they unfortunately, because of the big names that were in the mix at the time, they were shuffled down the card or they were lower on the card. But really, really good work. I didn't get a chance to see him in FMW, but he went on to become, as you mentioned, a trainer and was active on the indie scene. I think he may have had his last match, I think in like 2019, messed his knee up doing it, but uh, was in there with some trainees. So he had stayed active in the scene and just... So young, so young, and just very, very sad, and just a, a really a cool family, just a, a really nice group of people, and, you know, legendary names in the wrestling scene. So, you know, R.I.P. to he, him and uh, Cyanide. It, that, that's another name uh, for, for British wrestling fans from the 70s that had passed away as well, too. So just, uh, just always sad when, when somebody goes, especially somebody as young as Chris. So as noted, we got the ratings for the last couple of days. The Russia 1.472 million viewers, which is the all-time low since the premiere in 1993. Told you it could get lower. Dude, I'm old, <laughs> but I was in high school in 1993. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. 
No NBA playoff games, but the Stanley Cup Finals, 2.56 million viewers. So uh, as bad as this number sounds, and don't get me wrong, it's not bad. Uh, there is a there is a holiday weekend aspect to this because the 18 to 49 demo was actually exactly the same. So I'm not saying the number is good because it's not good at all, but I would suspect that uh, next week uh, it should be up from this. But not a great number there. Uh, great yeah. American Bash 654,000 viewers, which is up 2.8 percent from the previous week. They actually had. A lot of competition. Game one of the NBA Finals, which did 7 million viewers. There was pre-game programming on ABC, 4 million viewers. America's Got Talent, 7 million viewers. Obviously, they they built it up as a, as a big show, but competition's competition. So numbers aren't great, obviously, if you have been complaining about aspects of the show lately, not the least of which is our... Constant complaint that it's the exact same show every week. Clearly, if the show was more exciting, it probably would do better. Uh, but uh, it could be worse. If this does this number, if it does 1.4 million viewers next Monday, holy smokes. Yeah, that would be bad now, wouldn't it? I, you know, I was thinking about this over the weekend with SmackDown because the overnights came out and SmackDown was really low. But it's like, well, you know, it's a travel day. People are getting out. There's a lot of different aspects. And, yeah, it's, it's the 4th of July weekend, and that's the reason for it. So I'm thinking, you know, the, the issue really isn't going to be with the number this week. It's going to be with whoever gets the DVR numbers. And if people didn't go back and watch anything on the DVR, that's where I think it's even more troubling because it's one thing to miss it, especially with things going on, the environment we're in right now where people are getting have gotten their shots or they've delayed trips, so they're taking every opportunity to – to go out and do things, especially on a holiday weekend. But if they're not going back and having any interest at all and in seeing what happened on the show to even fast forward through it, that's where it starts to get troubling. And that's probably going to, you know, if those numbers are somehow snuck out before next week, that's really going to set it up for next week. Because if nobody has gone back to watch the show to care as what's, what, to what's happened, how many people are really out of habit just going to bounce back what are you really going to bounce back to one and a half million you know it's still a terrible number so we got a lot of feedback here about uh dynamite and uh an nxt the last couple of days and one of the big talking points is uh this fan so they were doing a jericho mjf sit down deal and all of a sudden next thing you know is jericho's making his entrance MJF is screaming, uh, I forget what he screamed, it was like, cut or something like that? And uh, you see the cut camera. The music. They didn't say the music, you just said like, cut, cut! Okay. It was something weird. And uh, they they put the camera on the crowd, and then they briefly go back, and you see Chris Jericho go, kabam! He punches this dude, and uh, they drag <laughs> the guy out of there. But yes, uh, first show back on the road, and some bloke decided that he was going to hit the ring. And uh, they got rid of that guy quick. And hey, people making fun of Jericho for this, like, oh, he, they wait. Who, wait, whoa, whoa, was... who made fun of Jericho? For I this? saw, I saw a couple of people poke finally. Like, oh, he took a shot at him when he was all wrapped up. It's like, no, when you watch this from another angle, you see this big old bastard and the security guard there shuffling about on the on the apron. And as a wrestler, yeah, you want to punch that guy, but you you back off in this day and age. 
but he couldn't back off anymore when the security guard, he was jacking up with him, and he twisted around. That's when Jericho could take his shot, so that's when he took his shot. So nobody should be jumping on Jericho about this, and more fans should get punched in the face if they jump in the ring. And I like how with Dave last night, you have come around more to that thinking because you don't know what these bastards are going to do, especially the fat ones in Florida. I came around to this way of thinking? Yes. What are you talking about? Would sub- subdue these people with jujitsu? No, punch them in the face and stomp them and make an example. Mike, it's out of irrelevant. Them. What my point is, you got to take these fans out immediately with whatever you're going to take them out with. Fists. The guy, to, uh, dude. Let me tell you something, everybody. Actually, I'll tell you after the break because we're coming up to the uh, to the music here. But stand by. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 
That's 800-493-6118. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, listen. Listen, John Wayne. The argument's stupid, okay? The fact of the matter is, if somebody anything. if somebody jumps the rail, they need to be immediately taken out, restrained, okay? I know you want to punch him and kick him and everything Since like that. Steven Seagal over here. But listen, listen. Some guy comes at you, you throw a punch, you miss, could be dead. Somebody who's high on drugs, whatever, punch that dude in the face, that ain't going to make a bit of difference. You're dead. You ever grapple somebody? You got to be taken down and taken out. If you want to take the guy down, restrain him, and then stomp on him while he's being restrained, that's all fine. Let me tell you something, everybody. Guys, ever heard of Dime Bag Daryl? Jesus. Yes. What would you like to say? Shall I tell the story here, or you want to say something first? No, please tell the story. All right. Dime Bag was performing, and Nathan Gale, a fan in attendance, rushed the stage as the band played the first song of its set list, shot him multiple times with a Beretta. Band's head of security tackled Gale. He was shot. A fan was murdered. He attempted to aid Abbott and Thompson. Employee of the venue tried to disarm Gale as he was reloading. Three others injured. And finally, a police officer walked in, shot Gale in the head, and killed him. So uh, Chris Jericho knew Dimebag Daryl. It's a friend of his. So, bro, when this guy tried to get in the ring and go through that, those ropes, like, it's on. That guy has to be taken out. The thing that was, was uh, I don't know if it was, I don't know if worrisome is the right word, but uh, this guy gets taken out, and both MJF and Jericho, was mostly, mostly MJF was challenging fans to get in the ring. Don't do that, okay? Fans getting in the ring, bad times. Fans trying to jump the rail, bad times. You don't know if that guy's got a gun. You don't know if that guy's messed up. You don't know why that guy's going over the rail. It could be something involving, you know, pro wrestling heat and a guy gets really mad, but it could be some crazy dude with a weapon. Guy's got to be taken out. Out! Out! I think so we can all agree should, on that. We should shoot them. Well, you know what? Don't jump uh, okay. the rail. How about how about a, a large uh, cattle prod taser thing kind of shooting at them then? Because maybe, obviously, you don't want to kill anybody on national TV, especially some dumb drunk that just wants to jump up and be a, an idiot and get punched by a wrestler. You know, maybe we can just, like, shock them into embarrassment and into the hands of security then or something like that. But Dimebag Darrell, do you know who he played with, Brian? And by the way, I'm not saying shoot on sight when someone goes over the rail. I didn't say that. But I did say... That when someone goes over the rail and is attempting to enter the ring, you must assume the worst. That's it. No throwing, oh, I'm going to punch the guy as he comes through. Yeah, punch him, but make sure he's being restrained. You want to have five guys tackle the guy and hold him down, and then you walk over there after he's down and kick him for trying to get in the ring? I got no problem with that. I can't believe anybody would be saying anything negative about Chris Jericho. When he went after a guy that tried to get in the ring. That blows my mind, actually. Blows my mind. 
But there you go. Pantera, by the way. That's who Dimebag Daryl played with, Brian. Big favorite of yours back in the 90s, right? I actually did listen to Pantera back in the day. Little Thank walk, you very much. Little RVD. Stomp out there like he did. This person here says, Dan Lambert is a better, smarter, and more hip version of Jim Cornette. Just brilliant. He could be a regular in AEW TV. I would not bat an eye. Oh, boy. See, as soon as Dave threw that Cornette thing out there, that's what we got. Now we got Dave and Jim back at each other, volleying back and forth, wasting each other's time with each other's opinions now with this. Forget about Jim Cornette. Forget about anything else. Let's just view Dan Lambert as Dan Lambert. And yes, he was playing the role of an old crusty pro wrestling fan, a guy from grew up in Florida and Pac Song Nam and Gary Hart and the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, Mike Graham, all those sorts of guys. He even dropped the Barry Windham, Rick Rude era towards the end when Percy Pringle was down there in his pre-Paul Bearer days. Awesome job. Awesome job portraying that role. And then even more awesome as a lifetime fan of pro wrestling, a real one who was calling back on his past to insult the fans of the present, goes out there and takes some shots from Lance Archer, takes an elbow in the mush, and then is taken up top and dropped. I thought that whole segment was awesome. I don't. Dan Lambert, every time he has given the opportunity to do something in pro wrestling, has been fantastic. It is nice for pro wrestling to have fan, friends in lots of different realms, and obviously the MMA world is very close, and probably no better than American Top Team being based in Florida right there. Dan Lambert, anybody that's got the opportunity to use him or he'll come out for your show, perfect, because that guy is great. Great promo and even took a huge bump at the end. I don't even know why, but he took the blackout. Because it was awesome. And uh, they're, they're, uh, they had an idea, and it was awesome. This is Dan Lambert. Holy smokes. Holy Somebody smokes. put up something online last night. MGF needs Dan- to take that guy out. Dan Lambert should manage uh, Pat McAfee, and I forget who who gets the credit for that. Can you, but can you imagine Wait, Dan Lambert managing McAfee? Can you imagine no, those two? Come on, they should each be managing different stables. They both. Are, <laughs> the point of a manager who talks is for the guy who can't talk. Untrue. McAfee can talk. Untrue. Let yes, you, I know you can Brian, find a Bockwinkle and Heenan. I know no. you can find whatever. Well, but when you are at that level, when you are at that level of being at the top, and Dave talked about Lambert being worth tens of millions of dollars. He is the head of American Top Team. He's sponsoring players at the University of Miami now that are coming into there. He associates himself with winners. So it's like Tully Blanchard and J.J. Dilling bringing Tully Blanchard Enterprises over to the Anderson family and Ric Flair and them forming the Horsemen. Just a, a stable of great men. Great men like Dan Lambert and Pat McAfee. So last night on the show, very quick look at everything that went down. We opened up with the South Beach strap match. Cody defeated QT Marshall. Cody made a great comeback, but uh, prior to that, the fans were just kind of watching the match because everyone goes to an AW show and they're expecting all of this craziness, high spots, and excitement. At a strap match, there's a lot of standing and whipping. But they did get into the comeback, and they went crazy when Cody went to hit the four turnbuckles. They counted along very loudly, so it worked in the end. We had a hangman. Uh, well, it was Kenny Omega and Don Callis to, to start off, and Callis is just cutting this fantastic promo. And once again, Evil Uno comes out, and uh, they're very much building up this uh, hangman page versus Kenny Omega championship match for down the road. 
And I'm pretty sure that they did this angle because tickets were going on sale for All Out. And uh, for those of you that heard the show with Dave last night, uh, it's pretty much all sold out already uh, via pre-sale. So that answers that question. And that'll be, I presume, the main event of the show. We had a Darby-Ethan Page interview. Hype it up there. Coffin match next week. That was very good. We had Pinnacle versus Inner Circle, which the Pinnacle won when Hager got hit with the big rig after Tully interfered. And then uh, Wardlow pinned Hager. So this match must continue. They're giving everybody wins here. We had the Jericho-MJF standoff. And basically, MJF is going to have four wrestlers that Chris Jericho has to go through with four different stipulations. And if he does this without losing any of the matches, then he can face MJF, which also sounds like the timing puts it at all out. And Jericho agreed. So he will be going running this gauntlet, this mythological gauntlet, uh, to head up to all out. We had a Britt Baker promo where uh, she mentioned blood money in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Are people mad about that one now? What next? We had Andrade and Matt Seidel, which was fine. But the man who shined was not Andrade. It was Matt Seidel. He looked fantastic in this match. But he lost, and Andrade got the win. And uh, we can talk about that more later. Yeah. Malachi Black, the former Alistair Black, debuted. Massive reaction. People saw him as a megastar. It was very nice of WWE to do weeks and weeks and weeks of vignettes to set up for his AEW debut. That was nice of them. Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander versus the Bunny and the Blade. Uh, the finish was great. The match itself, it was mostly the women. And it's no disrespect to the women, but you could hear that the crowd just wanted to see Orange Cassidy. And he did like two spots and then tagged out. And they were just waiting, 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 waiting. And then finally got back in, in there at the end. And uh, Statlander pinned Bunny. And as noted, that it was a very good finish. The Dan Lambert segment was great. And then the Young Bucks versus Eddie Kingston and Penta was just a crazy, wild... Uh, I mean, there was a Canadian destroyer off the apron through a table with Penta and Matt Jackson. By the way, if you heard the show last night, everybody's fine. Uh, they're banged up a little bit, but they're fine. And Good Brothers got involved, and Kazarian got involved, and then finally there were the tacks in the mouth of Eddie Kingston. Super kick, one, two, three, Young Bucks retained the titles. And uh, very fun show. Very fun show. It was nice to see everybody back on the road. And uh, there you go. Not the best start for Andrade. And I was willing to overlook the how they debuted him with Vicky that seemed to kind of be cold and out of nowhere on that Friday night. But it's like, okay, no problem. And then he comes out there, gets interrupted when he's got this big announcement. But if you looked at it, it was like, okay, obviously his first opponent's going to be Matt Seidel. And you know what? Even though this is a little awkward, the match they have is probably going to be great. And it wasn't great. And unfortunately for Andrade, but not for Matt Seidel, Seidel did outshine him. I don't know what it was with Andrade last night. I don't know. I just don't know what it was. But he was not in the gear he needed to be to shine last night. And we nowhere to go but up at least. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. No, I don't know what stereo is. I have a stereo. Podcasts don't come out of it. Anyway. Yes? I'm just seeing what kind of feedback we got here. Mm. It really brought an MMA guy in Dan Lambert, made him a Jim Cornette parody, and then whooped him after letting him cut a great work shoot promo. This company is the absolute best. This person here says, Huh? I said it was great. Yes. Go ahead. Correct. 
Please don't tell me this person says Cross is provoking special ref Samoa Joe next week, resulting in Joe choking Cross out, which leads to a fluke Gargano victory, and he becomes the NXT champion. Can you imagine? That would be Arquette Russo. I would not go that far. <laughs> well, yeah. Johnny really. Gargano winning the NXT title from Karrion uh, Cross. Listen, it's it's it would be better than the Arquette deal. It would be better than Miz cashing in Money in the Bank, but uh, that's about where it stops. It if, would be better than a lot of things, but the problem is it's very average. A lot of things. W- I don't know about look, that. It's been a lot of bad finishes and really stupid, terrible town killing finishes in the history of pro wrestling, and nothing that they'll do is going to kill the town with NXT, but. It is something that they do over and over with, and it's very cheap, and it's very WWE. And if it was something that they did and hadn't done in so long, that would be a different story. But Johnny Gargano backing in when he's been a comedy character for so long and getting a win because the referee interferes and and does something to cross. I mean, we've had so many different cases of that in WWE over God knows how many years. No, I don't want that. I would just rather... Almost anything happened besides that. Give me a, a clear winner either way, although it doesn't make any sense. No sense to me at all for Johnny Gargano to beat Karrion Cross, even if Cross has got a beef with Joe. There's no way Gargano, in my opinion, should win that. Here's the thing, everybody. If you want to, and listen, I've said it a million times, love Johnny Gargano, great wrestler. However, he is portraying a character in NXT who is a geek, Okay. Now, some of you might remember a fellow named Jinder Mahal, okay? Jinder Mahal had won, I think, like two matches all year, and then one day they decided that he was going to be the champion, okay? There's another guy, Miz, who ironically also had won two matches in a whole year, and they decided they were going to make him champion, okay? Neither of these worked, all right? Maybe if you would have taken a Jinder Mahal, and you would have allowed him to go on a streak of victories and portrayed him as a, a competent professional wrestler and not a jobber, which is what he was prior to winning the title, perhaps that would have worked out better than it did. Perhaps if you had given Miz a shred of credibility in the months leading up to him cashing in his money in the bank, and then when he won it, not have him run away from title matches like a coward, I mean, perhaps that would have worked out better. You're taking a guy who literally was doing comedy segment, comedy segment, comedy segment, comedy segment. Then there'd be a takeover, and all of a sudden he was Serious Johnny for a day. And then back to comedy segment, comedy segment, comedy segment. I understand that in NXT, like their big deal is match quality, match quality, match quality, okay? That's all fine and good. Johnny Gargano is great at match quality. But... If you want to attract more fans than you've got right now, it must be more than match quality. And right now, this Johnny Gargano character should not be the champion. It devalued the North American title when he was the champion, to the point I did not care one bit about that belt, and it would devalue the NXT title right now if you were champion. If you want to split Johnny Gargano away from the way, if you want him to run through Austin Theory in a feud, and then have a feud and beat Adam Cole, 
as babyface Johnny Gargano and finally build up to a championship match months down the road, knock yourselves out. Then it would work. It doesn't work right now with this character. I will be aghast if this character they've been portraying for the last six months ends up as the NXT champion. This is not the way. No, it is not the way. It's it's the wrong way. A lot of people talking about Hit Row. Music celebration on Tuesday night, absolutely out of this world. Top Dalla is a star. Oh, my God. B-Fab is great. Adonis is absurd. Swerve is the <laughs> champ. They are truly what the name suggests. All hits and no misses. Best WWE faction in years. This person says, this Hit Row concert. Can't praise it enough. Wrestling needs more things that try to emulate and draw from contemporary and pop culture. Hit Row is fairly hip. I love this faction. Biggest key to them is how it does not feel forced. It is genuinely awesome. Man, last night Dave was begging for them to go to the main roster. Oh, and, the, no. and I understood what he was saying. Yes. But well, you think about it and... No. 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 It's the exact same thing I was talking about with Io Shirai. Like, I, I get it. I know why you people want her up on the main roster. Adam Cole, same way. But you know what? Some people shouldn't be on the main roster. And even though WWE is... Is, is making strides when it comes to the hip-hop culture, when it comes to uh, the African-American community, actually listening to them and, and taking in you know to some of their opinions into account when it comes to stars and such. Um, when you take an act like this and take it out of where it's very safe and then hand it off to Vince, how many times have we seen that work when it comes to Bailey or... Anybody, you go ahead and you pick anybody that came up to the main roster where we said they can't miss. Look, they'll miss. And Swerve Scott is a star, whether he would be on the main roster or not. Would they use him well on the main roster? Probably not. He's not big enough. He's not this. He's not that. Whatever. The problem is the rest of the group, you know, because that's what they do up there. They they always break everybody up. How long would it take before Ashanti was feuding with Top Dollar? How long would it take before Top Dollar is feuding with Swerve? And because Top Dollar's big, you know, Vince will think he's the star. This is insanity to me, to even consider something like that. On top of the fact that, number one, I don't know about if, if what's her, what's the uh, the lady's name there? B, uh, what, the, what the hell is her B name? B-Fab. B-Fab. I don't even know if she's a trained wrestler. She's got a great presence, but I don't know if she's trained or not. Ashanti, we know, can go, right? So we know about him. Swerve, we know, is fantastic. Top dollar. AJ Francis has been a host of a show on A&E. Like, that's been his big WWE, like, exposure here. At the very least, he's very green. And we've seen guys in that system who don't develop very quickly sometimes, some of these football players, so as well as a lot of other people. But but let's just look at him. He's not ready for the main roster. He's barely ready for the NXT roster to be in the ring. So you take that group, you put them on the main roster, there is nothing good that can happen. They are stars in NXT. They can be bigger stars on the main roster. Hey, the Wyatts were able to make the main roster, and obviously they elevated them. It hasn't been completely bad. It's just usually bad. Let's keep him safe for now, and let's keep building up Swerve so he's a big star that may one day be the actual NXT champion, not just the North American champion. I'm trying to train myself to not expect success when these folks get called up from NXT. 
It's like a game now where I want to see if these people could be screwed up. I used to say there's no way that you could screw so-and-so up. I've learned that, in fact, there's a way to screw pretty much everybody up. So I actually would like to see Top Dalla go to the main roster to find out how quickly and dramatically they could screw up Top Dalla. Because if you can screw up Top Dalla, you are very talented in a negative way. Brian, Guy why can would you talk? Why would you? But why would you think they wouldn't screw up Top Dollar? Well, right? Like, what are What are the odds he could come up because, there and be Riddick Moss? Let me tell you something, bro. A broken clock is still right twice a day. Okay. If if a hundred people are called up to the main roster, then yes, probably ninety five of them are going to be botched. But the the law of averages, I mean, at least three or four or five of them have to be able to get over, okay? So now it's like a game. Who can they call up and actually get over? And how many will fall to see the one person that they manage to figure out? That's the game. And right but now it, we are, uh, we're are we still in that first uh, 95 out of 100. But will it be the name you least expect? Would it be a top dollar? Because you look at the names like the Baileys of the world, like uh alexa bliss like who's somebody else they screwed up coming up to the main roster initially um again pick pick almost anybody alexa you know, bliss I, what are you talking about what, what did alexa bliss i mean didn't they screw something up with her when she first came They're up screwing to the main her roster? up now well that that's that, better that, off when she first doing. came up <laughs> Well, I mean, Ascension, I mean, I, although they were pretty much dead on arrival anyway, but look, anybody that comes up to the main roster, their record has not been good. Keith Lee, Keith Lee, Dijak going up to the main roster, and you see what they did with him. I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't see, I, I, Top Dollar would be the name out of all those names I would least expect to be a star at, at the WWE level. I can't see Top Dollar right now, especially with his in-ring skills, at the top of the card being a, a threat to Drew McIntyre or something like that. But I guess stranger things have happened. I just don't know if that's going to be the guy that breaks the hex from NXT. This person here says, I'll tell you the most alarming moment at Dynamite. Fans referencing Impact Television on the air. Who let these Impact fans out in public without supervision? Was it like a group work release program? Well, I was... It really says something, by the way, about the AEW audience and how plugged in and hardcore they are. When Don Callis comes out and they chant, you got fired because of an angle that was done on Impact and has never, I don't think, once ever been referenced on Dynamite. So that was interesting. By the way, a huge cloud just passed because we're getting the remnants of Elsa, I think, coming up my way. Everybody in the chat worried about my power bill. Don't worry. You've got, got a light right here, okay? Just was going with more of the natural light to bring out some of my natural beauty. This person says, Dave was wrong about the crowd last night. While they were into the whole show, they certainly were not rabid. They popped huge for the Cody entrance, Hangman Black, and some spots in the main event. Probably popped, popped biggest for Sting during the Elevation taping. If not for Sting, I think a lot more people would have left once the TV ended. Well, you got to have somebody out there to keep people around for the post-match stuff after the the main event. So exactly, there you go. What did Sting so, do on that show? Did he wrestle? I doubt it. I can't imagine Sting wrestling on Elevation unannounced. This person here says, "I think people just don't want to watch Raw until fans are back, especially with these cards." 
Well, here's the uh, here's positive Brian. You don't hear this often. Oh, boy. I like to think that there are, in fact, many fans who have decided that when fans come back, they will watch Raw again. And I also like to think that maybe WWE has all of these great ideas, and they have decided that they're just in a holding pattern until these fans come back. And then they're going to just, all of their ideas will bloom and we won't just see the same show over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. That's my positive thought for the day. Let me be negative because I can't let you have that. You'll be wrong. Back in a moment, everybody. Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who'll sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 
Again, that's 800-449-1759. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So, yeah, one thing about these fans coming back, we've talked about the stuff like Alexa and everything like that, but it was interesting because uh, the one thing that really stuck out to me on Dynamite with fans back is when fans come back, you get the highs and the lows, and the highs obviously are Alistair Black debuts, and it's like the biggest pop of the night. They just absolutely lose their mind. But there's also the low, which is when they were running in Daly's place and the ring is surrounded by wrestlers, I mean, the wrestlers are doing whatever they can to always be loud. Sometimes they're louder than other times, but, I mean, they're trying to make noise. Live fans, they do what they want. And there were moments on the show last night where they just sat there and they just watched it. And they weren't rude. They weren't chanting negative things. They're a very loyal fan base. But there were times where they were just quiet. And without the wrestlers there making noise, I mean, it was very noticeable sometimes when they were quiet. So when WWE gets fans back, I mean, as I noted, I'm I'm just dying to hear the reactions when, you know, Rhea's going to hit the ring and her music's going to hit and she's going to come out, and what are they going to do? Do they know what to do? Of course not. Every fan is going to try to decide in their own head if she's a babyface or a heel. You're going to get wacky chants. Uh, you're probably going to have a lot of periods where the crowd's totally dead and they don't have that button to push. I mean, maybe they'll bring back crowd swinging. I don't even know on the live shows. That's going to be very interesting. Hey, I want to thank a fan here, Tupac with a D, who uh, thanks us for putting up the YouTube videos of this show, as well as all of the other shows from F4W and, and Wrestling Observer. $100 cheer just dropped in. Salute to you. Uh, $100? $100. And wow. I'm going to take 75 of that because you're not allowing me to go to Chicago, and I need something, man. Whatever it's that noise eat. was, it just came out of your mouth. I'm taking uh, $74 of that 75 That was that. the internet. Horrible sound. Thanks, Tupac. You're the man, brother. <laughs> Thanks all my Twitch homies. YouTube top tier. WrestlingObserver.com. Two top tier. The OGs at WrestlingObserver.com. They're only listening to audio. I love you guys, too. And that's it for today. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>